Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the Westlawn community since 1947. listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth. What a comeback. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappoff. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to episode 230 of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and six, sixteen, <laughs> sitting next to me is... Mr. Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, we had some other things going on that didn't, haven't, you know, we, we talked about uh, some, wait, did we have a show last week? No, we did not. Okay, was last week Easter? Yes, it was. Okay, then it was two weeks ago. It all runs <laughs> together. I thought I was, and then I'm like, wait. No, you're right. Together. You got it. Well, well, that tells you everything you need yeah. to know about where we are. Well, it's also <laughs> funny to my little intro faux pas because last night I was reading an article that was just kind of funny posts about people trying to say two things and then they merge them together. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to say sitting next and I said sixting. At least I said sixting and not something else <laughs> when you combine those two words. Um, I mean, you could be doing that next to me, but I, I, I don't know. You know, eyes nope. up here paying attention. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, hey, this is the great content you get from us here at the Joe Mays and J-Rap show. Yeah. And uh, usually sports, but once again, not sports. This evening, we're talking about movies. And I know maybe some of you are sick of that, but we've been having fun with it. It's something different, change of pace for us. We usually are very high on football talk almost all the time. I mean, literally, we'll have like three more shows and we'll start our previews. That's that's the way that this is going to play out. So we have a couple ideas. We're actually going to probably talk some basketball in the coming weeks. We're going to talk NFL draft next week. I had talked about doing a sports trivia show. We'll probably try to tackle all that. There might be one more show in there. And then once June comes around, we'll probably spend a week talking about each division in the NFL because vacations will come up and things like that. And by the time we get through all eight, training camp's underway and regular season's right around the corner. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. And, and I actually heard some talk about that this morning, about how it's just insane how this week, like football, will stuff will really start up again because I, not that it hasn't, like, but 
it still has been kind of like if you want to follow it, you could, you know, but like it's not necessarily being forced on you. Other than like the big things like who stole Tom Brady's jersey and like that stuff that just kind of made its way into bigger circles. But, you know, the draft, maybe some of that is due to the fact that like if you live around here, well, maybe not here specifically, but let's say anywhere here closer to Philadelphia, not that far away. Like it's starting to have an impact on your life because they've started closing down roads like last week, right? Um, and setting yeah, stuff up deal. right in the center of the city. Uh, so the draft is there. So there's a lot of talk and hype around it, even more so than normal, because more people, even the people who you know generally were like, especially maybe the draft, but you know when we talk about two thirds of the country doesn't watch the Super Bowl and they're like, what what are they doing? But what you is know? everyone else like, doing? But in Philadelphia this week they're probably at least aware because it's it's a big deal just from a logistics standpoint, you know, public transportation, all that stuff, let alone, um, you know, the football fans obviously know about it. You mentioned a big sporting event, and you're like, what is everyone else doing? I remember when I used to go to Penn State, and we go to Penn State games, <laughs> and I went to every single Penn State home game I could possibly go to. I went to Penn State away games, so... Knowing that there were many students not there, you know, because University Park, I think, like 40,000, I think. It's in the 40s, yeah. And there's only twenty to 25,000 student tickets available. Right. Now, obviously, others go to tailgate and hang out, and then others will get tickets from someone else. But there's still a good 10,000-plus people not at Beaver Stadium or around Beaver Stadium on false football Saturdays. And I'm just kind of like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> but, I mean, I know what they're doing. They're studying. They're sleeping. They are still hung over from the night before. You know, there's a whole variety of things that they're doing, but it's just hard to fathom such a huge event in Happy there. Valley, and right. you're, you're not there for it. But hey, to each his own. I love sports and football in particular, and that's not for everyone. So uh, good, good for them. Your son says hi, by the way, watching watching the show. Oh, hi, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to do our. Favorite movie challenge, the final part of our movie madness bracket is here, finally. Like, it's been, what, six weeks, closing in on two months because we missed a couple weeks in there. So we had a very long period of voting for the championship. Didn't have a huge turnout like we did in the earlier rounds. Kind of probably like the TV ratings of March Madness, uh, the actual one of college basketball. That The first two days, and in particular the first weekend, gets the biggest rating, or at least it's the one where you hear the most people talk about it because you're interested in the upset, you're interested in your brackets. And then as things get drawn out, fewer and fewer people are at least talking about it. Maybe the numbers jump up because the diehards are paying attention. Well, we kind of saw that effect in our voting challenge here for the movie madness. We were getting 50, 60 plus votes in the early rounds, and now here in the end we're just getting a, um, you know, a, a few dozen votes. But we do have a champion and uh, we are going to unveil that. I'm going to attribute those high turnouts in the beginning to trying to upset Joey Mays. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people bought into trying to upset Ghostbusters. Right. I, I agree. And, hey, it made the Final Four without any, you know, I mean, sure, yeah. I was saying please vote for this or encouraging people to vote in general. And counting the votes. But, you know, I'm not saying. I'm <laughs> right. just, just saying. Right. <laughs> yeah, no transparency here. I don't believe in that. So... We were left with Jurassic Park versus Toy Story. Toy Story beat Ghostbusters, and Jurassic Park beat Beauty and the Beast. The big story here was, well, one, Jurassic Park was a number one seed 
It was my wife's number one overall pick. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised it made it there if you're going by seeding. Toy Story, on the other hand, actually was a what we were calling a play-in contestant. As in, it didn't occur in anyone's top 8, 10 list or whatever I used. But it occurred in multiple lists of the 8 people that gave me movies, including us. So we were like, well, this has a good chance of making it. And we've talked about this multiple times. That because Toy Story is pretty much beloved by everyone. It may not be everyone's, you know, their favorite movie of all time. But it's universally right. agreed upon people that have a f- it's enjoyable. A favorable, yeah, like, you know, memory or like it will give it a favorable rating. Like if they had to go favorable or unfavorable, they're probably picking favorable. A lot of people, even if it's not their favorite or their you know, one they're going to sit down and watch all the time. Right. So, when all was said and done, the movie that came out on top of our Movie Madness, the first ever uh, bracket tournament, uh, you know, focusing on pop culture, is actually going to be, and I'm not sure if you can see that, I will zoom in for everyone to take a look at the results, and that is... Toy Story gets the victory. We only had 20 votes here in the championship round, but Toy Story earned 12 to Jurassic Park's 8, so it was a very close uh, championship match. It was actually a little bit closer earlier in the day. It was, uh, you know, just they were one, one vote removed, but in the end, when I stopped the voting, we ended up with a 60-40 split choosing Toy Story. It, I Really, we talked about it last week. I wasn't going to be disappointed In either one of them winning, Toy Story is a one that I kind of could watch no matter what. Like, if someone was like, do you want to watch Toy Story? I'd be like, yes. Whereas Jurassic Park is one of my all-time favorite movies. Not that Toy Story isn't. So, either way, Jurassic Park, Toy Story, that's where we ended up. So, I know my wife was disappointed Jurassic Park Mm -hmm. didn't get the, the win. But she also loves Toy Story, so I know she uh, would have no problem uh, watching that film as well. So we mostly want to thank everyone for voting and kind of indulging us in this little uh, digression that we did here on the show over the last two months. It was a lot of fun. We're going to wrap it up this evening talking about movies here. Do you have any last uh, words about the the Madness Tournament in general or about no, the championship? I, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, like you said, it was kind of crazy. I think it relates to March Madness, like the true March Madness in a lot of ways, including just the chaos that ensued early on, you know, just like some of the close games that you didn't expect, or I shouldn't say games, some of the close matchups that you didn't necessarily expect to be close, um, some upsets, some teams running, or some teams, some participants running away with it, you know, like it it was pretty cool. It was a good time. So um, it was a lot of fun and, um, you know, we'll have to follow it up with with something, uh, but Obviously, we don't need to just revote on the same movies, but I know we've talked about some other things that maybe we can roll out next year. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about TV shows. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough. Uh, would so be are movies, one. though. Movies were tough. But I was TV shows are quote unquote more accessible, like especially until like the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Like right now, like you can watch pretty much whatever you want, whenever you want. But like TV shows have been a lot uh, more. Um, open, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It, it, it that would be an interesting one. Um, you know, it, we'll we'll give it some thought and think about what what because not just like what would be fun, you know, 
to kind of come up with our list. What are some ones that we can get some interesting matchups and stuff? Like right, that? right. And I, I think uh, TV shows is probably the one at the top of my list right now. I'm sure there's That'd other ones cool. you could do. I mean, there's, you know, I saw someone do pizza toppings this year. I think yeah. was that part of the Reading Eagle. Reading Eagle and WEU yeah. together. So and that, the right one won that, by the way. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Right. Like, I, I'm not going like, to argue. There are pepperoni. quality other toppings. Honestly. Like, you, if you're going with the best, like, the champion topping is clearly pepperoni. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think that's a good choice. See, and, but And we, extra sauce. Okay, that I can't agree with. <laughs> that I can't agree with. But see, my base pizza is already extra cheese. And I know extra cheese wasn't was a choice. So yeah, but I go extra cheese with pepperoni, but light sauce, light sauce. So you like cheese bread? <laughs> hey, if if that's what it's called, that's what it's called. You know? <laughs> we at Penn State we had them; they were called pokey sticks because <laughs> they were delivered by Gumby's. Oh, okay. So yeah, it can, right. you know it makes more sense when you have the full full name in there. Uh, I think that's pretty much it from the movie madness, uh, the tournament, <coughs> the championship. All that is finished, wrapped up. Now we're gonna just kind of talk the next half hour or so just with a you know fun little nightcap to our diversion here talking about film and cinema is i saw a list going on on facebook that encouraged you you know to copy and paste and enter your answers and it was all about movies i was like oh this is perfect i'll send it to justin we'll both answer it and it'll probably have a great discussion i found it from my friend uh, uh zach arnold who is a big film buff he co-hosts a podcast called the intergalactic peace coalition which is all about basically people who enjoy science fiction and fantasy to get together and and talk movies and they and tv shows but they also talk marvel and, you know all, all basically geeky stuff you know that's if you know me everyone that i follow and listen to on social media and podcasts and whatnot is all um you know very geeky and nerdy pop culture type things so Zach and Ben Hart, who is a member of the Star Wars Underworld, do IPC, and Zach is the one that had this on Facebook, and I was like, I gotta use this. So, I sent it to Justin, and we both have come up with the list. Yeah, this was fun. Let's see. Yeah. Fun, but difficult in a different way from the list of our 20 best movies. And it's basically just... Or twenty favorite movies. Sorry, twenty favorite movies was our was our. That's the list little, that I asked for right, to get right, the right. movie the, madness to populate bracket. the bracket. Yes. Yeah. So this is kind of like twenty five things about give or take. I didn't actually count. Uh, that kind of breaks movies down by genre and likes and dislikes. Uh, to kind of give you a brief overview of what we're going to be doing here. And this is all personal preferences, and we'll get into a little bit if either of us have something to say. A few of these things we've talked about here on the show already, so right. we probably don't have to go into them all that much. Right. And again, this is just personal preference. This is not yes. like for the show speaking for anyone. This is just me and Justin, just a little fun uh, discussion about movies. So first up on this social media list was most hated movie. Now, I'm not I mean, I can be a contrarian at times and maybe purpose, purposefully deceitful when it comes to <laughs> certain movies. Generally, though, I don't hate a lot of the stuff I watch. Are there some things I'll probably be like, ah, I wouldn't watch that again? Sure, but like, hate is such a strong word that it was tough for me to figure out what I hated. And there's probably a few that I'm missing, and if I had gone over this list with Kelly, she probably would have been it's, like, well, do you remember that? I had to go, uh, I had to, go to my wife to act, for some of these. Not, not hated, though. Hated, 
I one popped in my head pretty quickly for him. Okay. Well, I have my list up here. I'll go first, and then right. I'll hear what you have to say. I'm, I'm interested to find out right. what what this one is going to be for you. But I've only, now granted, I've only oh, and also I've seen all these movies. I wasn't about to put a movie on here that I haven't no. seen. No, I put a, all mine are movies that I've seen. Yes. Like when we get to the second one, I know there's one that we could make a joke about and laugh about, but I haven't seen it. So, okay. oh, okay. you know, it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah. If I no, haven't seen it, I agree. I can't. And I don't think I've seen it either. I'm pretty sure I know which one you're going to Avatar. Like, but, uh, yeah. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of about the jokes with yeah. Craig and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And based on the amount I've heard about it, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say that it is overrated, but I haven't seen it. So I'm right. not going to go there. Right, right. And also, like, we have this discussion when we're doing our sports talk all the time. Overrated doesn't necessarily it's not mean good. bad. It just means. It's too much hype. Right, it can't live up to the hype. Right, and uh, we'll, we'll get yeah. and I've, mine. I've already discussed, so yeah. mine won't be a surprise when we do it. But first up is most hated. So a long time ago, when we're talking, um, you know, closing in on twenty years now, I was on a bus trip. I don't remember if it was school related, if it was one that my dad ran, but we watched a movie called Mouse Hunt. <laughs> Came out in nineteen ninety nine. So this probably would have been. Either late 99 or early 2000 because we were watching it on DVD on a bus trip. And I sat and watched this movie and I was like, this is terrible. Like, if I never see this movie again, I'll be happy. Uh, Nathan Lane's in it. Who's Oh, did, I know what movie you know you're what talking, movie talking about, about now. I've never they, seen it. I think they're but... two brothers that inherit a house and I, I yeah. think they want to like fix it up to sell it. But there's a mouse that's wrecking havoc. And it's kind of, I think it's loosely based on the game Mouse Trap. Like, I think that's kind of what they're going for but like i watched it now you know granted this was 17 years ago so maybe i'd like it more now i don't know but i have seen this movie i just remember not liking it at all like thinking this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen so i thought long and hard about this one that's what i ended up with again i bet if i would have asked kelly she would have said something else better right away but this is the one that the only one I could think of was Mouse Hunt uh, that came out in 1999. And Nathan Lane, I think, was the big one, um, which he's done other movies that I, I love because he's a great comedic actor. Yeah, yeah, but he's really good. Mouse Hunt, no, I, yeah, I just couldn't. Not, not the top of your list. No, Nathan not Lane at all. So. Okay. What's okay. yours? I'm interested so, to hear this. We, we've talked about this a little bit in the bracket. It wasn't necessarily in the bracket, I'm not sure. I don't think it was. Maybe it was, but uh, um, my you most say Ghostbusters, it. I'm going to punch you live on air. Well, no, obviously. <laughs> um, Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, it was not in the bracket. Okay, I couldn't I, remember if... No. Because like, oh, that could see, have been one that like my sister might have put in there or something like that. I don't know that she's seen it. I don't think she would like that movie, but I, I don't know. And um, honestly, that 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 could have been that could have been on my list, honestly. Right. But I, we talked about it, so I, you know, we've, we've thrown it out there before. No, yeah. Um, yeah, a Bill Murray movie, which we talked about. Yeah, it's just... He doesn't do a lot of great movies over no, the he last has an two album decades. Coming out, I think. Yeah, I saw that. It's yeah. weird. So was Bill Murray. <laughs> well, yeah, you're I right. mean, he, he has some you're like quality right. stuff, but he's he's a different dude. Yeah, well, I mean, he he peaked in the eighties. Like yeah, seventies and eighties was his yeah. jam. So Royal Tenenbaums. Just, yeah. Oh, I agree. Now, now we have the caveat of like have watched it. Now I've seen Royal Tenenbaums all the parts. I have never made it through the, the whole thing sitting. one sitting because. I couldn't do it. I've tried. Like, I sat down with the intention of finishing this movie 
even though I know I don't like it, just to say I finished it and I can't yeah. do it. No, but I I've agree seen with the you. end because I I lived with people at the time that you said really Joe's liked a the huge movie. Fan, right? Yeah, he Joe's loves it. Fan. Now he he likes. I shouldn't say all the Bill Murray movies, but like he's a big Bill Murray well, fan. Is, in, isn't in Owen that, and Luke Wilson both in yes, that? Yes, yeah. yes, they're both in it. Like, there's a lot of people in that movie. What was the point of it? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I think the kids are kind of like neglected by their dad, and like they kind of like, or maybe both parents actually, and like they they all grow up in their like own unique way, and like I I don't know. Other than that, like I don't know what what the the purpose is and maybe that's why i didn't like it maybe i don't get it like maybe that, that's a possibility but i just just like, not your type of humor no there well, were some points in there where i laughed but like it wasn't like the stuff that was supposed to be funny i have found that 50 50 take on snl stars having awful movies and movies written produced by snl writers or actors are some of my least favorite ever that could be. Um, and I'm not a huge SNL fan. I was. It has its moments. Like I, yeah, I'm it has its moments. Now. Not old right. for the comedy. I mean, old, like, I'm not staying up to 1130. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Most oh, times. absolutely. Because that that uh, biological alarm clock that wakes up in the next yeah. room uh, yeah. doesn't care yeah, right. if I was up late watching SNL. The other one that comes to my mind is Superstar. I didn't see it. Oh, gosh. I did not like that movie either. And again, um, has the fingerprints of SNL cast and crew all over. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, I mean, I think actually the characters are skit from SNL. Right, right. So, but yeah. there's been a few of those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury was there. Uh, the Ladies Man movie yeah. with um, um, I forget his name. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Well, basically anything Chris Kattan did. Yeah. No. So yeah, yeah. just that's just like. I don't know. It doesn't tra- doesn't transfer from TV screen to big screen well for me. And like SNL's always hit or miss, and like, I feel like the movies have but, been a big but miss. Like over the top, like extremely over the top, is good in three to five minute segment. Right. Like to me, but for ninety minutes to two hours. Right. But to be saturated with the over the top, it's just like it's awkward to a point. And like I like awkward humor. Like I I do. But like sometimes it's. It's awkward for the sake of being awkward and not like I don't know I don't not realistic is a not the term I'm looking for but like that's the one that keeps popping my head but like it's just too much kind of it's oversaturated a little bit so so what movie do you think this is the second one now what movie is overrated okay and this is one where again I've seen it but I've never seen it the whole way through because I just I wasn't entertained by it I'm going with Super Troopers not that it's critically acclaimed to be this great movie. But like, just so many people are like, right. "Oh, that is so no. funny!" And they're making the new one. And people are like, "That is great!" And I'm like, I have no desire to see the second one because I wasn't amused by the first one. Um, and that, that that's kind of what I went with. Not that it's a great movie, but that so many people. Uh, so I shouldn't say that. So many of my friends thought it was hilarious, and I, I didn't. I, I understand where you're coming from. I did enjoy the first one. I thought it was funny. It's one of those like, it, it's a no thinker movie. Oh, you, know, yeah. you can just sit down and just like. You know, if you play it on your phone, whatever, follow it, laugh a couple times. I've seen it a few times. It's funny. Uh, Will I see the second one in the theater? No. Will I eventually rent it? Possibly. You know, it's just one of those things. Right. Uh, Some people like it. Some people don't. But then there's some people that, like, think it's the holy grail of comedy movies. And, you know, that's where you get into the this overrated category. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on mine because we've talked about both of them over and over and over again over the last two months. 
uh, The Dark Knight and American Beauty, which I'm now thinking American Beauty might have been better for most hated or movie I hate. I know. Because well, I don't hate The Dark Knight. I right. think it's overrated. Right, right. I think American Beauty is overrated, and I also hate it. <laughs> so. But it's not specified whether you need to have a different movie for each one, and we talked about already how there were a couple times where you're like, well, do I put it here? Do I right. put it here? Do I need a different one? Uh, like, well, actually, I wanted them to be different. So I, did I didn't I. actually say that to you, but I'm glad that we were both so on did the I. same and page. I, I, I honestly am not sure that I settled. I'm pretty sure I settled on everyone's a different one, but I'm not. I may have had. A, there are a, a few that I there. list too. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, like this, um, because there was a difference. The Dark Knight. Like I enjoy the Dark Knight. I like the Batman movies. I just thought for the amount of press and love that it got, it just didn't do it for me as right. much as people make it out to be. No. Okay. Uh, and we all know why I don't like American Beauty. I just I can't. Right. I can't. No, I just. <laughs> so so to flip that. Yeah. Go to the other side. Right. Um, now we're going to underrated. So again, um, could be good, just doesn't get the love that we think, or. Maybe it's a movie that, you know, just hits home for, not hits home, that's bad, but like hits a chord with you. This is an interesting one for me. And we've talked about this, I think, on the last show we yeah, talked about this. because I really like this and one too. And this one is, because there could be two versions of underrated. Underrated in the public's eye and underrated by the Academy. Yeah. You know, by, by the experts, if you will. I'm actually going with underrated by the public. And I don't usually I side with the Academy. Like, but they nailed it on this one. I think they nailed it on this one. And and honestly, that's one of the reasons I watched that. Also, I think, I think I'm not. I might be um, to Roger Clemens. This I might be misremembering some of this. But I think like a friend of ours who would have an affinity for something like this movie um, had had said like it was really good, and that's why I watched it. I think um, uh, you it, it might really be good. right. I can't. It's um been what five or six years now. I yeah. Think. Um. But mine is the King's Speech. We talked about, it, I believe, two weeks ago. Yeah, it came out in 2010. Um, but the cast was incredible. Colin Firth nails it. Jeffrey Rush is amazing. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, who I mostly know from Harry Potter, uh, was uh, incredible as well. Um, you know, there's many other actors that I don't know much about their other uh, dealings. I do recognize uh, Alexander Desplat did the music. He was supposed to do the music for Rogue One, and uh, it didn't didn't uh, work out. And Michael Giacchino ended up doing it. Giacchino actually does a ton of Disney movies, so you definitely have heard Giacchino's music. I guarantee you that. But anyways, The King's Speech. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. It's one of those movies that, on the surface, does not look like a movie I would enjoy. But Kelly and I watched it. I thoroughly loved every second of it. And I own it now. Yeah, it's a great one. And that's one, like, so there are a bunch of movies on here where I'm like, oh, you know, you know, if you haven't seen it, whatever, you know, might not be your thing. This is one where, even though not on my list, but on your list, I would put that out there that you, like, if you haven't seen The King's Speech, uh, that's one you should, you should go see. So, um, it'll, it'll be interesting, uh, to kind of see, I, I don't know, see, well, I'm interested because I know some people... That haven't seen the movie, I, I'd be interested to hear their take on because I think they would really like it. All right, so where are we at now? So, oh, so for me, yeah, what's your underrated? underrated? I put one, and again, this one was one for me personally that I I really like. We I mentioned it, um, but I don't know. I I think I know where you'll stand on this, but I don't really know. I picked uh, the Garden State uh, or Garden State. Um, I, I really like that movie. 
I watched it a lot, like when I first, when it first came out. Um, so it was Zach Braff and okay. Now um, that you say Zach Braff, I'm like, Portman. did I see this? No, and, I definitely did see it. Okay, so I really one, like it. just one time. It's it's weird. Um, but I I don't know. Like, I really liked it. You know, this is one of Zach Braff's like earlier movies that he, that he had made. Um, so, you know, it it's a different movie. I I don't really know. I I just lo- kind of like, and I think something about like when it came out. And just some of the things I liked in movies at that time, uh, this movie kind of had. So, I don't know. I, I just have always kind of um, held the movie in a high regard, I guess, maybe. Yeah, is a good way to put it. I'm not saying it's the best movie. I'm not saying, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a movie for everyone. Um, but, like, I I really enjoyed it. Because um, I thought it had some moments that, like, really made you think. But it also had some moments that, um, you know, you could laugh and, and find some funny things in there, too. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I've seen it. I saw it with Kelly a long time ago. It's probably we probably watched it the first year that we started dating. I think it's one of those where I didn't love it, didn't hate it, but not no, sure no. I'd watch it again. Right, right. But I have no real strong opinion about it. Right. So, okay. Uh, so what? What the next one is a movie I love. So what's a movie you love that didn't quite fit these other categories? Sandlot. Sandlot, absolutely love that movie. Yeah, it's Can't kind of made a comeback of over the last few yeah. years. It's gotten bigger. There's a shirt available at Target. Yeah, uh, with um, the, the pudgy catcher. Yeah, you know, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun movie that I just I don't know. I think something. So the summer, the summer going into uh, fourth grade, I believe it was. Uh, friends and I. And it might have been the next summer too. Actually, we played baseball on the playground every day, like every day. Now, not with like a full team, um, but like you kept stats, like specifically home runs. Um, you know, it was, it was just something. It was a lot of fun. We would play baseball like all morning, and go to the pool in the afternoon. Like, and if you yep. watch the Sandlot, that's exactly they what play happens. baseball and go to the pool. Like, yeah. I. I the story of your life, like, 30 years before you. Right, exactly. So, um, it just, I don't know. I really, really liked uh, that movie. And I'll, I'll watch it anytime it's on. Yeah, it is, it's a very enjoyable movie. I actually gave it consideration for a sports movie, which we get to yeah, later yeah, on in yeah. this list. Uh, didn't quite make my uh, my list here, but definitely understandable for sure. Movie I love here ended up being one of the last ones I filled in. And it almost kind of became a de facto what was a movie or series I haven't mentioned yet, but I have to mention. Uh-huh. And then it popped to me right away what it needed to be. And my movie I love is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I had to get Indiana Jones on there because it's that series, you know, mostly Raiders and Last Crusade because those are my two favorite and yeah. most people's favorite. Either one of those would have gone in here. I went with the original just because it's, it's the first one. I had to include Indiana Jones in here somewhere, and movie I love, Raiders of the Lost Ark, is absolutely no, that's, a movie that I love. And yeah, that is that is another good one, and that's another one that I could watch whenever. Now the next two for me, I actually didn't even delete what Zach had put in for it. Yeah, because I, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, like did Joey send me his list when he sent me the thing? No, which you hadn't. But like when like it was kind of like in the middle, not the middle of the list, but like right where my eyes went, and I was like. 
oh my gosh, like he sent me his, which really kind of confused me because I knew some of those weren't what you would pick. So, a movie I secretly love and guilty pleasure, which we get to at the bottom, are kind of that was tough similar. for me to kind of. So I kind of think of like what is a movie that people would probably never think you would say as one of your favorites, right. but that you would watch, and our my friend Zach <laughs> had. And I'll go a little broader here. He had Muppet Treasure Island, and I'll let that one there because I thoroughly that movie makes me laugh. But all the Muppets movies make me I do know, that. I know. And you know, one of my favorite Christmas movies is Muppet Christmas Carol. So, yes. like movies I secretly love, although it's not really a secret because obviously all my friends and family right. know. But like, I love the Muppets movie. I don't know what it's about because I didn't really grow up with the Muppets. Like that was. The Muppet Show wasn't something that I watched as a kid. I watched Muppet Babies. That was something that that I that I thoroughly enjoyed as as a kid, and do still now. I was gonna say <laughs> that's not. That, yeah, your statement wasn't false. It yeah. was just a little misleading because yeah, right. you made it sound as though you only well, enjoyed it when you were. A I kid. remember a few years back. Actually, we're probably talking a decade plus now, when Brian and Kate had a party, and I think I, it was oh, an eighties party. I remember actually, this. Yes, and they had VHS tapes of taped 80s cartoons on and one of them was like a whole thing of Muppet Babies and that's a big deal because as it still is today you know 15 years later or when, whatever it was Muppet Babies is still not available on DVD or Blu-ray or digital or anything because of copyright issues well, they use parts of movies and TV shows in the show right. so to get rights for all that to reproduce it it's a bit of an issue but that they had tapes of them I was just like oh my gosh I haven't watched this show in, show in years and there it was on the screen but everyone knows the theme song uh, I was a great time as a kid, so maybe that's where the Muppet thing comes from. But Muppet Treasure Island—that's what Zach had put as a movie he secretly loves, and I completely agree. I, I secretly love all the, the Muppet stuff, the new ones and the older ones. And um, I'm sure uh, in the coming years, I'll I'll share them with uh, Natalie and Haley, and uh, hopefully they have a few laughs uh, just like I did as a kid. Yeah. So for the secretly loved one. Like, I, the, this one and Guilty Pleasure were really tough. Yeah. Um, this one, I put, I kind of emphasize, emphasize the secretly probably more than the love. It's not that I love the movie, but, like, I do like it. Like, I'm not going to that. But it's not one I would ever say, like, if somebody's like, oh, what's a movie you like? Like, I would never name this one. It's going to be She's All That with Freddie Prince. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I would never, like, list that as, like, a movie that, oh, you know, what movie do you want to watch? Or, like, what movies do you like? Or something like that. But like, if I'm being completely truthful, like I liked the movie, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that for this one. So yeah, that's I, the first one where I kind of went off the path for me, and like you know, to be honest, now I'm trying to think of like the teenage high school movies that we watched. So when another we were one, So I I did some searching that kind of jogged my memory. This didn't come up on the list, but it made me think of this. But uh, Ten Things I Hate About You there, was on that yeah, list, and yeah, that was yeah, one yeah. where again I was like, I like that movie, like. But I, I definitely like She's All That More. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I, I mean, don't know. I, I don't know why. Like, it was just... I don't know. It was entertaining. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. now is a Star Wars god because he vo- voices the character of Kanan Jarrett on Star Wars Rebels. Oh, there you go. So, uh, and his wife actually was on the show for a year as uh, one of the villains. Uh, <laughs> think about it. Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar are married in real life. They have kids. <laughs> You know, like all those movies and TV shows that had them getting together or being in love or being against each other. Like in real life, that happened. <laughs> so, and they, everyone says that they're a perfect couple. Like, there's no like uh, 
you know, sometimes Hollywood right. marriages like that tend to go down in flames. Not the case with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and well, Freddie Prince Jr. All right. So, kind of to uh, Serpentine back here. Um, yeah, so, we're, now I, we're going to kind of just list a bunch of favorites. Right. So, the favorite, negatives are mostly gone. Right. So, the little bit of negative that we had at the beginning, that's done. Now, we're getting pretty much into all favorites. Favorite action movie. This was tough because... So many things can uh, fall in there. Like, my favorite action movies aren't necessarily going to be just the, the crazy, like, never happened, just like... Um, you know, pure adrenaline rush kind of movie. But, so they kind of, like, the ones I enjoy kind of, you know, some people would say drama, you know, like, I, I don't know. They're probably more action than that. But Yeah, some I, of the genre stuff right. was tough. I picked, I picked um, Skyfall. Um, okay, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah, That was one of my, my favorites, and so I'm I'm going to go with that one. Yes, I thoroughly enjoy Skyfall, and now looking over this, I didn't get Bond into any of these categories, which, which is a little disappointing. And that was one of the things I had to do here, and I it was tough going back and forth between this and, like, Casino Royale or something like that. Like, I liked the Pierce Brosnan ones when they came out, and I, I mean, I still watch them and stuff, but, like, I really like the new, like, I like the Daniel Craig Bond yeah, movies, um, and um, so I'm going to go with Skyfall there. I enjoy the Pierce Brosnan ones. Probably because I got to see him with my dad in the yeah, theater. Yeah, no, I like I didn't yeah. get, the, I didn't see any of the Roger Moore ones in theater. Actually, I think I saw the new ones in theater with my dad too. Like that's that's kind of how I watched the Bond movies. I definitely saw Skyfall with my dad for sure. I don't, I'm not even, I don't think I saw Casino Royale in the theater when they got this like kind of uh, modern reboot of the character with right. Daniel Craig. But when Casino Royale came out, I know it was one of Kelly Mice favorites for a yeah. long time. It still is. It's one of my favorite Bond movies. Skyfall is at the top. Skyfall is my favorite Bond movie. So that's uh, that, that's a, a good pick for action, I mean, completely. And uh, for, for me, again, I went with exactly what Zach put here. And again, it goes back to I wanted to get at least this movie. If you don't want to say the series, I know some people aren't thrilled with all the entrants in the series. But the first one was like took the box office and pop culture by storm in the summer of 2003. Right, so this is the first one. This is the first okay, one. Because okay. I am terrible at knowing which one's which, okay. as you know. But You're not not the best with the movie and, and book no. and television episode names. Yes. So well, my favorite action just movie. things in general. <laughs> just knowing stuff at all. <laughs> so my favorite action movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl. I remember going to see it. I saw it in the theater at least twice. Yeah, that is a good one. In my opinion, the... I say the best. I I don't think I ever saw the third one. At World's End. Yeah. And then the, what about the prequel? No. Nope. Fourth one. I think it's a prequel. It could be. It might not be. I think that I I used to follow them very closely because I was very excited when they were coming out. Right. But um, the the fourth one, which I cannot be, remember now if it was it's a prequel or if it is actually a sequel, um, has to deal with the Fountain of Youth. Okay. Uh, now there's of course there's a new one coming out in like a month. Yeah, I know there's a new one coming out, but it'll be interesting because there has been some time that has passed. Uh, my jumping back a few seconds, my dad just texted me that Pierce Brosnan is still his favorite Bond. He really likes Daniel Craig. Okay, Cause but I would he say, really like. I Pierce would say Brosnan. Daniel Craig's the best. I'd put Pierce Brosnan too. That's that's just me right now, and that might be because of the movies, like. When I know Kelly and her dad would say there is only one Bond, and that's Sean Connery. See, I'm I'm open to that as well. That, that's fine. Honestly, like, except for the ones that only did like one or two movies, I have no problem with any of them. Like, right. I enjoy the originals 
the you know, when Sean Connor was was the the big gun. I I I enjoy Roger Moore. I know there's some people that didn't like the way he portrayed it. I love Pierce Brosnan, and I really like Daniel Craig now. Yeah. So like, I I don't think unless you you pick one where it's like that random guy like mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton, yeah, you know, and I think there might have been one other guy who did one. I, I I'm blanking on his name now, but like those, I just feel like it just doesn't fit. Right. Like I feel like you have to have done at least three. Yeah, there's a reason you only did one. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, but Pirates of the Caribbean, lots of action, you know, sword fighting. Um, all all the ship uh, movements. It was listed there by Zach, and I was like, I'm not gonna move it because I want this to be on there because that's another movie that if it's on, I'll watch it. Doesn't matter right. if I've seen it a million times. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, my favorite action movie. Uh, from action to drama, this one on our movie madness bracket challenge, uh, it went pretty far. One that I remember seeing in the theater with my dad and Greg. Uh, back in the mid '90s, and I went with Apollo 13. Yeah, great movie. You know, I don't know all the stuff that you can tie into that. Like, that's an awesome movie. I remember seeing that as well when I was younger, and um, I still really enjoyed watching that movie. Um, I don't know. I I think it's kind of cool how it like stands. Like, I feel like that's a movie that stands up well as we move through because it's a historical movie, so, right? Like, you know, that's. Like, it, it's set in a time where, like, you're looking back. So, like, if you look back on that time, the stuff of that time hasn't changed. You know what I mean? And I, I think one of the reasons that it holds up, because I don't look at it and go, man, this would be cool if they remade it. Yeah, no. Like, there's no, no need. No, there like, isn't. Like, I don't think you're going to find a better cast and crew no. than Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, Gary Sinise, and then, um, oh, what's his name? I know, Kevin Bacon, mean. yeah, right. Kevin Bacon, yeah. and then um, you have the Mission Ed Harris Contro- yeah. is Mission Control. You know, yeah. he's the or he's the head. Yeah, yeah. And then you have all these other guys playing bit parts of, you know, the controllers at yeah. Mission Control. No, that that's definitely that, yeah, that's a solid pick and and a, a great movie that I don't know. I, I think still holds up twenty years later. My favorite dramas are true stories or based on true yeah. stories. You know, they have to go out and over dramatize. Dramatize. I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. They have to beef it up a little bit. Like, it's always going to be, you know, 70 to 80% true, and then they have to add a few tweaks here and there. But those are always going to be my favorite dramas. You know, so yeah. Apollo 13, and then movies like Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down, yeah. you know, historical pieces. See, but I feel like in that movie, like, the stuff you add in isn't the big stuff. Like, the big stuff is they, like, were stuck in outer space and almost died. Like... Right, that's not changed. Like, that was true. The dates and time so, like, periods were right. how the, you know, how those things, you know, the interactions might... But, like, usually I think it's kind of the other stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of truth in the big thing, but, like, a lot of the supporting details aren't, you know, are kind of filled in. Um, here, like, a lot of it's just, that's how it happened. There are obviously, like you said, there are parts that are played out, but... Yeah, so what's, your, what's your favorite drama? Favorite drama, I put Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Um, Again, a movie that one I of my, right, yet to see. One so. of my favorites. Um, you know, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, early on. Early. Together, like one launched of their, them. their big thing. Yeah, so I really like that movie. All right. Now, this one was, other than the ones where I'm thinking a lot, like, oh, where do I put this movie? What series can I get in here? Oh, I have to include this one. This category was the toughest because 
I think I can count on one hand and not even use all the fingers how many westerns I've actually okay, seen. So it was really easy for me because I'm not sure I've ever actually seen a western. <laughs> okay. I've seen clips of westerns, obviously. Oh, I, yeah. I know what they're referring to. Like, oh, and yeah, but I like if I've seen a clip but I can't tell you what the movie was, I can't obviously count that. Um, so yeah, I that's easy for me. I've never really seen a, a true western the whole way through, I don't believe. Okay. So. I've seen some modern ones. I didn't even think they were worth mentioning. I mean, I, I saw. No, I didn't. I yeah. I, I saw Cowboys versus Aliens. Didn't see it. I saw. Um, was it like a, a thousand ways to die in the West or whatever? Didn't see it. Like I saw. Like they were fine. Um, I do remember about fifteen years ago or so seeing American Outlaws, which was with Colin Farrell as Jesse James. I've only seen that once. That was as close as I could get to this. I know people will be surprised that I haven't seen more of the John Wayne ones because I know The Searchers is one, uh, like a huge one uh, in the uh, film industry. And actually, it's featured in the great movie ride at Walt Disney World. I've never seen it all the way through, though. So I'm going to go with American Outlaws, which was made like around the new millennium. It was like 2000 to 2002, somewhere in there. There you go. Um, It has Scotty Kahn or Scotty Kane, however you say it, from... uh, well, I originally knew him from Varsity Blues, and now he stars as uh, as stars in Hawaii Five O, right. the rebooted TV show. Um, and he's James Con's son, so there you go. He's in it with uh, Colin Farrell, who plays Jesse James. So that's where I went for favorite western. Okay, now to horror. What what did you put for horror movie? And I know this is not a category that's real big for either one of us. Um, I'll. I'll admit, yeah. I I don't like horror. Movies. I hate horror movies. So I've seen some, and so I picked one, but. This is truly a category where I picked favorite, really strike through that and say best in my opinion mm. because I don't enjoy any <laughs> horror movies. Like, I don't enjoy them. Yeah, um, favorite's a bit of a stretch for me here. And what I wanted to say is actually what Zach had. Uh, he had either Alien or Aliens. Okay. The only Alien movie I've seen all the way through, and I know this is blasphemous as a science fiction fantasy nerd, I have not seen Alien or Aliens all the way through in one sitting. I've seen bits and pieces of each. I've seen the ending of all of them. The only Alien movie I've seen all the way through is Alien Resurrection, and it's not my favorite of them. Yeah, I think that's that might be the one I saw. Um, I don't even know which one it was. I saw one of them. The Alien Resurrection was the fourth one. Uh, everyone says Alien or Aliens, Alien 2, are, is the best. Yeah. It, it's hard to go wrong with the original. And if I could say for certain I saw it all the way through in one sitting, I probably would have picked that. I also consider putting Jurassic Park here because at times I, I think it's pretty horrific. <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Like, I obviously, I love the movie. But I was like, that's not what they're going for. So right. it came down to, in high school, the beginning of our group dynamic when it was just kids in the high school. But, I mean, still it was Greg and, and David Schwank uh, and, and everyone that we hung out with then. They, of course, all wanted to watch horror movies, and I hated horror movies. So I had to sit through these horror movies just being like, please don't make me do this. So the two that I remember the most, one called Darkness Falls. Oh, God, don't watch that again. It's about the, basically, a demon tooth fairy, which is a lot more terrifying than it sounds. (laughs) And The Ring. And I, I chose The Ring... Just because, well, it, they kind of remade it or had a sequel yeah. like just this year. And it's still 
it still is terrifying you. to me. <laughs> yeah, I I can picture the the like dead body girl coming out of the television with the long hair, and I I also picked the ring because I have a really really funny story, and maybe it won't be funny when I tell it now. But so if you haven't seen the ring, the whole premise is there's this videotape of a bunch of random stuff, and as soon as you're done watching it your phone rings and a creepy voice says seven days. And what you have is seven days to make a copy of the tape and have someone else watch it. So it's kind of like a creepy digital chain letter that has really bad ramifications. And before, if you don't fulfill the quest of duplicating the tape and having someone else watch it and basically passing on this issue of having to do this continually you see a ring shows up somewhere in the scene before the disturbing thing comes to kill you. Okay. Okay. That's where the ring comes from. So like at the end, this, I I forget if it was like the love interest, love interest of the main woman, he's sitting at his desk and he picks up his coffee cup and there's the coffee ring. And then the thing comes out of the television and kills him. But at the end of the movie, it's the single mom and the child. It's I think the child is the one that watched the tape, so it's just mom trying to like save the child throughout this whole thing. Of course, it starts at the beginning with the disturbing, long-haired, disgusting girl thing right. killing someone, and uh, so you're terrified from the beginning. But then right at the end, the mom and the son make a copy of the tape, and of course, you've, you've seen this tape now. It's only like right. a minute long or something. You've seen the tape like seven times throughout the right. movie, and it's just a bunch of random stuff. And then at the end, they make this tape and they kind of like then look at the camera as if they're saying, now it's your turn. Like you have to make a copy. So I watched the movie with this group of friends and my sister decided to watch it with, I believe, our neighbor, Alyssa. And the two of them watch it because you have to watch it in the dark for whatever reason. You know, why you have to watch horror movies in the dark. But they apparently were watching the movie and Home Alone, my parents weren't around, just the two of them. I was out driving, and I decided to call the house to, like, I don't know, whatever I had to ask, if they wanted to, oh, food or something like that. So I call the house, and my sister answers the phone. <laughs> Hello? Krim, what's wrong? She's like, Joey, you have to come home right now. You have to come home right now. I'm like, chill, what's wrong? She's like, you just have to come home right now. You got to, uh, seriously, what is going on? She's like, we just watched The Ring. I was like, come on. It's just a movie. Like, I know. It's disturbing. And we don't like it. But, you know, it's fine. She's like, no, you, you don't understand. You have to come home right now. So I, I, I eventually get home. I'm like, what? She's like, now they're fine. Because it's been a little bit since right. they watched it. She's like, it's just, you literally called when the movie ended. <laughs> so when so, they saw. So when they saw the tape. And, like, the characters kind of, like, insinuate, now it's your turn. In the movie, the phone, the rings. phone rings as soon as the tape ends. And you called. And. If I would have known that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, seven days. (laughs) And I don't know what they would have done. I I know that was very long winded and and whatnot, but it was really hilarious in 2003 when I was just laughing so hard uncontrollably when she told me the story. Because she said it was literally when the movie went black, the phone rang exactly like it happened in the movie. Perfect timing. So, yeah, The Ring, I'll call it my favorite horror movie, but again, favorite. Um, Comedy, again, Favorite comedy, really tough one. I considered a lot of movies here. Uh, In the end, I kind of went with quotability and ones that I remember all the time in my day-to-day life and also see put out there all the time 
on social media or by, by my uh, my friends. So I went with Spaceballs, you know, the knock on mostly Star Wars, but a little bit of Star Trek and other sci-fi. I've actually fantasy never movies. watched it. You have to see it. It's hilarious. If you at least have seen and have a working knowledge of Star Wars, Star Trek, and right. the like, you will find it pretty hilarious. It's Mel Brooks. Yeah, right, Mel Brooks right. just does funny stuff. So, um, and uh, do you remember um, Carl Bunker? Yeah. yeah, his uncle. Oh, I didn't. That's his uncle. I didn't Not know Mel that. Brooks, the right, the no. lead. Yeah, I um, didn't know that. The guy from Independence Day. Yeah, I didn't. Now know I that. can't. Now I can't remember his name. Bill Pullman. That's Carl Bunker's uncle. I had no idea. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I only remember that because we found out on a high school band trip. I was sitting with Brian, and we found out, and it was a like a huge deal. I, you know? I can imagine. Well, Independence Day wasn't that long ago at the right. time, so yeah, we'd be like, "That's your uncle. That's crazy." Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So favorite comedy, um, I went with the hangover. Uh, I just, that is what I considered oh talking about quotability right, and quotability and all just, the time. Like, you know, it, it's kind of been, you know, run out now a little bit. Like, it, you know, it's been, you know, around for a while, but oh my gosh, I, that's one of those where I remember crying. I was laughing so hard. So, absolutely. so I went with the hangover for that one real quick. Just my horror ones. Oh, I, did I skip over that? I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I I picked again, and I picked by like the best horror movies. But this is probably a really bad category for me because I don't I don't like them, and I haven't seen that many. So I went with the Omen that I saw in 2006, mm-hmm. um, like the 2006 version. Of right, the right, Omen. right. Not the original. Not yeah, right. Not really a fan, but like it was it was a good movie, um, kind of. And <laughs> then for sheer terror. All right, I went with House of a Thousand Corpses. I right? haven't seen either. So it's it's I don't know if it's directed or produced or written or maybe all three by Rob Zombie. All mm-hmm. right, um, and like you know where a lot of horror movies, even rated R movies, will like go to a point and like then like stop and like kind of just let you kind of fill in what's happening. That's not what happens in this movie, um, <laughs> including when they like slice somebody's head and peel off their skin and yeah. then wear it. Like they they show no, that happened. that, yeah. and that would like so the omen I watched and like I'm worried. I saw it in a theater and I'm afraid I'm gonna like jump and like hit the person next to me. House of a Thousand Corpses I saw at like a midnight showing, like but there weren't a lot of people there. This is in Pittsburgh, and we're driving back, and it's one of those like when you're driving like. You know something on the side of the road. You're like, what was that? You know, like <laughs> it's one of those that like it gets to you. Yeah, huh? yeah. It it was it messed with you a lot. Like that was. I wouldn't necessarily recommend either one, but um, those are what I listed. Uh, I would also. I would have considered. Uh, I didn't think of this at the time, but the Saw movies. I've seen too many of the Saw. Oh, movies. you know what? I think I saw one of the. I saw Saw the first one in the movie. Theaters. I don't think I saw any of the Saw movies with but, Adam. Like, I, I saw. I saw like. Was it like hostile or something like that? Yeah, there's you know, a like couple of those. The same, yeah. the similar kind of idea. All right, so now the few pick me ups and some better ones, better choices here. Uh, especially, actually, most of the rest of the ones are yeah. all really good. So, favorite sports movie. This was a tough one. Yeah. In the end, I had to go with football, and I went with uh, Remember the Titans, Edged Out Miracle for me. There you go. That that was a good one. I went with. Um, Hoosiers, just because... Also, I, a possibility. Right, right, and we've talked about that one a lot already, but Hoosiers was up there for me. Disney movie. Again, like, we're going to get to Pixar and animated, and they right. kind of are all almost the same tangential categories. Uh, Disney movie, because there's a separate Pixar section, 
I went right. with um, animated, and I, Lion King is still king for me. Okay. I really enjoy that one. Other ones I considered um, more recently, I really enjoyed Moana, which just came out. And uh, I think a uh, criminally underrated Disney movie is Tarzan. I really right. like their Tarzan animated movie from 1999, I believe. Okay, so I went a little off the like mainstream. Well, I shouldn't say that mainstream, but like when you think of Disney, you might not necessarily think of this particular movie, even though a lot of people have seen it. I went with Cool Runnings as yes, my favorite Disney yes. movie. So thought about that for my sports movie. Favorite Disney movie? I went with Cool Runnings. Yeah, Cool Runnings, oh, such a good one. I heard someone talking about how they haven't seen Cool Runnings, oh and I was like, gosh. "You've got to be kidding me!" Right, right. Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. I've got a story about that then. So. I'll tell you after this. <laughs> okay. So, continuing that Disney animation theme, favorite Pixar movie. Now, some of these yeah. categories were difficult. This one was excruciating because <laughs> I'm going to end up going with Finding Nemo, but it honestly changes every time I think about it because I could have said Wally. I could have said any of Wally the Toy really Stories. Good. I really, really enjoy the first Monsters, Inc. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Um, I know. I loved Inside Out. Inside Out was incredible. I haven't seen it, but you talked about that. Oh, and yeah. Dominic talked about that one, too, I think. Yeah, Dominic yeah, yeah. He that. said yeah. that's his favorite Pixar yeah. movie. So, um, and Up is so good. Uh, but I, I went with um, I went with Finding Nemo. Okay. I went with Toy Story, which was our bracket challenge winner. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, it's just something about, I, I like you said, there are a lot of Pixar movies that I, I do like. Um. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure there's a Pixar movie that I've seen that I haven't liked. Yeah, well, and the general consensus is that every Pixar movie is amazing except Cars 2. And I haven't seen that to judge myself. Right, I haven't. I enjoy the original Cars. Um, A Bug's Life, I think, is an underrated Pixar movie. That was, I think, the second one that they ever did. Which is really cool with, well, like, they have some of that at at Animal Kingdom. They have it. Ratatouille, I think, is an underrated one. I really like that one. Um, but I went with Toy Story. Literally any of them. Yeah. Like I could, um, I could, I could watch yeah. the Pixar movies. They're just that good. Uh, and one of the, uh, you know, first ones when the wheels were just starting to get moving, uh, The Incredibles, which is yeah. coming out with a new movie. I believe is it this year, next year. I, I have no idea. I forget. It's been in the works for like a long time. Like they're always talking yeah. about it, and it is happening. I just can't remember. It might be next year. Okay, so. Why don't we do animated next just because okay. I feel like that works better together than doing science fiction. Yeah. Um, so animated, again, this pretty much only could be a Disney or Pixar movie. Right. So th- to be honest, this is where <laughs> I got mixed up. And so I did put Toy Story here, too, because I was like, I don't know like if it has to be the same or not. But well, I mean, then I was like, I guess it doesn't have to be if I like an animated one more than I like the Pixar one. But I, I don't really know. So I, I kind of went with that. But after like yours, Lion King would probably would probably take that spot. Yeah, and I I went with another Pixar and I said Toy Story. Uh, I I really enjoy the second and third ones, but the original will always have that special place. The introduction of the characters and Toy Story just even though like now the animation looks dated. Yeah, yeah. it still was a breakthrough at the time. What nineteen ninety five? I think I saw it in the theaters when it came out, and it's very closely related even maybe based on uh, a movie that I watched when I was younger called The Christmas Toy. It's the same type of thing. Uh, Just that was live action, and now Toy Story is animated. And, man, the voice cast of Toy Story, just absolutely incredible. 
And that is definitely my favorite animated movie. So, back to science fiction. Yeah, this is one where I was like, man, how is Joey going to pick this one? Yeah, well, I had, like, and people, the more people talk about this, the more I realize that they're probably true. That people classify science fiction improperly a lot of times. That not a lot of the stuff people say is sci-fi is actually sci-fi. Like, technically, like, Star Wars isn't science fiction. Correct. Star Wars is science fantasy. Right. Science fiction is like taking a scientific concept and blowing it out of proportion. Right. Which aspects of Star Wars can be seen like that, but Star Trek is more science fiction, whereas right. Star Wars is more science fantasy. Right. So, like, when I first was thinking about this, I was like, well, it's got to be Star Wars, right? And then I was like, no, there's other things that much better fit into the sci fi realm. And Jurassic Park, our runner up, is a perfect example of that because you're taking. You know, people extracting DNA from old fossils using science to bring back dinosaurs. Right. So, uh, Jurassic Park is my all-time favorite science fiction movie. Yeah, so for mine, I went with Inception here. Kind of along the same basis of, um, you know, I really like some of the, I really like the Star Wars movies. I like some of the things. But like you said, there is a difference. And I wasn't necessarily prepared to articulate it as well as you did. But, like, I know there's a difference. Um Inception to me, like, wow, not something we necessarily have the technology to do as, you know, it's in the news now about how we, you know, um, you know, starting to try and simulate some of those uh, brain control things into, you know, quantifying them basically and putting them into, um, you know, computers and technology. As that happens, you know, there are going to be lots of bridges that are crossed. I feel like that's kind of how Inception fits into this category. And one of, if not my favorite movie. Like, I really like that movie. So, All right. That's where I kind of worked that one in. Sure. Yeah, no, I think it's a good choice. I, I really do enjoy uh, Inception as well. I think I've only seen it all the way through once. But it was one that made me think a lot. So I was like, right. oh, I'm going to need time to... <laughs> um, so, so, big question. At the end, the top keeps spinning? Or does it, does yeah, it fall? I, I don't know. I think it falls. I don't know. I think he's in reality, right? That's what's... I think that so. was the takeaway. If yes. it falls, he's in the real world. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I take from it. I'm pretty sure it started to wobble at the end. Yeah, me too. All right, favorite superhero movie. Now this has come to the forefront of a lot of people's minds over the last decade or so, and you know there were plenty out before that. The original Superman movies, the Spider-Man movies from the early 2000s, but it really burst onto the scene in 2008, and it started with Iron Man. I'm actually going to go with. Iron Man, the original one, and that's what I picked with uh, so, Robert Downey Jr. I think Jr. the first one where Stark. we've where we've aligned perfectly yeah, on this one. I, I went with Iron almost Man. went with Captain America, the first Avenger, because so, I really enjoy I, that, and I, I understand Iron Man not just launched it for me in terms of like the superhero movies. I mean, I enjoyed some of the Spider-Man movies like from when we were like in in high school ish, you know. So like that was kind of there, but Iron Man to me launched my like fandom really for that and for the Marvel stuff. Like right. I had no interest in the Marvel yeah. stuff before Iron Man. Right. And so when Iron Man was there and, you know, blew up, was so successful. And then that kind of helped launch that, that the rest of that Marvel universe in, in yep. its current existence, obviously it was huge already, but um, kind of into a bigger populace, including me, I credit that to Iron Man. That's kind of, I think Robert Downey Jr. is, the perfect oh, Iron Man. Absolutely. Like, 
Like if when you told me to he was Iron Man, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like if you told me in real life he's Iron he Man, I'd be like, Stark. okay. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be tough when when he moves on or they kill off that character or whatever they end yeah. up doing. Uh, big year, big thirteen months for Marvel here coming up. As you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two coming out in like what a week and a half, yeah, two weeks. That's getting a lot of like hype right now. Like people are real. I by that I mean people are really excited yep. for it, which is always good. Spider Man Homecoming, the first yeah. Marvel Spider Man movie, is coming out in July. Then in November, Thor Ragnarok, which has a lot of people super excited after the latest trailer came out. So three for Marvel Cinematic Universe this year. The only one in the MCU I haven't seen is their version of the Hulk with Ed Norton. And it probably because, you know, Ed Norton's not the Hulk anymore. Right. You know, it's Mark Ruffalo. So I don't know that I want to get on board. Like Hulk hasn't had another standalone. Like right. there isn't Hulk 2 in the MCU. So I haven't jumped on board with that one, mostly because it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. But the Hulk will be in Thor Thor right. 3, Thor Ragnarok, which comes out in November. So, big year for superhero movies again, of course. And then on the DC side, I always forget DC because I'm big into Marvel, at least yeah. movie-wise. DC, I like the TV shows. I Kelly and I enjoy Arrow. We want to watch The Flash. People say Supergirl's very good and Legends of Tomorrow as well. DC movies, Wonder Woman's coming out. You know, last year was Batman vs. Superman. This summer is, I think, does Justice League also come out this summer? I don't know. And they have a couple of other movies uh, on the horizon as well, including a standalone Aquaman movie. I think that comes out next year. And I know there's more than that. But every I'm time, every time I think stuff. of Aquaman, I think of Entourage, which I don't know if you ever. I haven't seen Entourage. Like, okay, so like that, uh, that's what you know. The guy in there. Um, just real quick, I probably would have picked Batman, but I was talking over the list with my wife, and I was like, Batman's not a superhero. And, I, and she's like, "Yes, he is." That's I'm like, an age-old debate, right I'm like, there. No, he's not. Like, he's awesome, and I love Batman, but he's not a superhero. I like Batman better than Superman. But when it yes. comes to superheroes, Superman is a better superhero. Because well, because he Batman is a superhero, is a rich genius. Yes, Superman is the son of Krypton. Right. So then people were like, "Well, I've heard people be like, well, Iron Man is like an actual guy." No, the suit. Yes, but it's the suit. Oh, and he has to create the thing right. like inside. He has, right, like he, the, his super ability came, started with. Right, he the, became uh, a superhero. Right, just like Spider Man becomes a superhero when he's bit. Like right. he's not a superhero before. Right, like, exactly. Yeah, so like, yeah. Anyway, no, I. Agree. She looked at me like I was crazy. You... But that's not a rare look, but <laughs> I like you and deservedly uh, not a rare look. But you know, it's there. How much I hate public speaking. Yes. You know how big the forum is at Penn State? Have you been in that building? Um, no, but I do know. They hold like I do know. 300 to 500 people right, in each right. class, and there's it's like a, a round building that goes down into the ground. I think it's maybe it's two to 400. I thought it was three to 500. I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I've been there. The numbers I heard were like up to 700. Like I heard it was okay, well, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's another building on campus that I think holds like 1,000 to 2,000. Adam and I had a class in there, landscape architecture. Uh, but anyways, in the forum, I was taking a, I believe it was theater class, actually, might have been with um, Adam Kelly and, and her friend Jenny. And they asked a question about, like, who's the better superhero, or maybe even was, is Batman a superhero? And I don't know why, but I raised my hand. 
And of course they called on me and I just had to be like, uh, well, to me, Batman's not really a superhero because, you know, he's just kind of a rich guy with gadgets and tech. There's no super aspect to him. And this is before the Marvel stuff started because this is like the fall of like 05 or something like this. So the MCU is just beginning. Marvel isn't even owned by Disney yet. And I have to explain who I don't know anything about the superheroes or really anyone <laughs> in the room. <laughs> right. So I, I, which I, sometimes is a good thing. Yeah, you know, and I think it actually might have been they voted first and then asked for opinions, or maybe they asked for opinions. Or you know, I think they asked for opinions. Who thinks Batman's better than Superman, and vice versa? And then she asked the question, and then I answered, and she retook the votes to see if people changed. Right. But I was like, why did I do that? That was so <laughs> stupid. All right. So, all right. An easy category. Could probably go quickly. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll fly through. Favorite musical is yours, Les Mis? It is. I figured. I know. Well, I know Jamie's huge Just, in and honestly, Les Mis. I, to be honest, that's the only reason I've seen it. But I, I really liked it. Um, Now, she would qualify this. Her favorite movie of it is the movie of... The, the concert the, the, the actual okay play. so it was yeah it was like well it's actually just like a concert, <laughs> concert of it and they have it, it right that's her favorite version okay. of it in general but she liked the one that came out a few years ago yes and that's the one i saw with russell crowe and yep. it was really good and honestly it really helped me now when we saw it we saw it on broadway the next fall and it was incredible um and it just blew my mind what just every aspect of the show yeah but it really helped me having seen the movie i could oh, picture sure. like more things, you know, because there's a lot of like imagery and what they're singing, you know, but like it, it helped me a lot to be able to kind of see uh, what what I was supposed to be seeing. I guess. Yeah, Les Mis is up there for me. I really enjoyed that one. But one that I always go back to is Rent that I believe came out in the spring of 05 or 06. Mm-hmm. That was just one that I just really, really enjoyed the music like all the songs really good. Kelly and I listened to the CD for a long time. It was really well done. We really, really enjoyed uh, the movie version of rent. So favorite bad movie. Again, this is kind of similar to me, a yeah. movie I secretly love or guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, see, I picked this one like, as like probably one I might not even really watch anymore, but like I, at one time found it hilarious. and watched like, it a lot. You're like, this is a bad movie. It's cheesy, but like, I enjoy it. Right. That's kind of what I was basing it on. And I went with the, uh, I don't want to say the original because I know it's not the original, but the original older us. remake right. of The Mummy, the one with Brendan right. Fraser. Right. No, I know which one. Yeah, that's a good that, one. That one. And it's the second one, The Mummy right. Returns. I, both of those I know are cheesy as hell, but I really, really enjoy watching those. I picked Biodome. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. As I'm sitting here trashing SNL movies, and I don't think... I don't think it was. No, but I'm trying to think of any of the... The actors were SNL cast members at the time. Maybe some of the other right. characters, but not the main ones. So as I'm, because I know that's uh, what Paulie Shore, right? Paulie Shore and one of the bald ones. Yeah, but as I'm sitting here trashing SNL and their humor, I'm thinking, "You idiot! One of your favorite guilty pleasure type movies is a Biodome." Welcome to Biodome. <laughs> like it's so incredibly stupid. Oh, it's, oh my gosh! And just so yes. bad. Yes. But like yes. I sit there cracking up yes. all the time, and I'm yes. not a Polly Shore fan. No. But that movie no. just for some reason I don't know if it had like this kind of like really off in the distance science related thing because they've done biodomes. Like, right. It's yeah. a real thing. Right. 
introduced to me in the game uh, SimCity, of all places. But, like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, at least I didn't mention Biodome, because then you don't look like a hypocrite at trashing the SNL-type humor. But then you say it, I'm like, well, now I have to say it. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Biodome. Oh, man, what a, what a fun. I, you know when I first saw that movie was when... We got like HBO on a like trial when we right, switched right. to like a dish at my parents' house like twenty years ago, and I watched Biodome and like seeing like um, uncensored movies in terms of like they could swear right, it was like right. a big thing because like all the cable movies you know everything's edited. Well, this was uncensored, and I was like, man, HBO is great. <laughs> you can actually watch like the the way the movies were meant to be seen in the theater. So yeah, good yeah. choice. All right. <laughs> So how about, um, oh sorry. So childhood Child, favorite. Childhood favorite. I had to go with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. that that's a good one. That's a good one. I went with The Fugitive. So a little later in childhood, but like still, just a movie I I saw when I was little and I really liked it. Yeah, because it's one of the like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is one of my favorite movies, just because of the nostalgia surrounding it. Right. Watching it, you know, when I was so young, I, I still. Like, if that movie's on or I put it on for whatever reason, I have to eat pizza while watching it. It's just, like, one of those things. It's like Pavlov's dog, you know? know. Like, as soon as that movie comes on, I'm like, man, I gotta eat pizza. (laughs) So, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Fugitive is one, actually, that I put at the bottom. It's, like, movies that didn't fit a category but worth mentioning. I said The Fugitive. We talked about The Fugitive when we were doing the movie Madness bracket. Um, My dad actually mentioned a couple that he wishes he would have included on his movie Madness bracket. uh, The Rookie. A very good sports movie. Yeah. I and uh, The Patriot, a Mel Gibson movie yeah. with Heath Ledger, who yeah. we've mentioned a couple of his movies, uh, including The Dark Knight and 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Uh, also in The Patriot, a very uh, interesting look at, you know, kind of one of those, like, mostly fiction, but based on a true event. Right. So, but it gets you thinking about true events in right. a different way, it, on, like, a personal level. Like, you know, even though. They use some artistic lessons there, to and I, I know it up a little bit. I know Mill Gibson is not a person that you generally talk about often in a great light, but man, has he done some incredible movies! Yeah, so that's you know we do this all the time in the sports world and our sports conversations. True. We separate what they do for their work the field, versus what they the do field. out right on the field. Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson is, is a great. plus, like off the movies field, that he makes, produced, directs. Right. You know, is a creative or even right. accident. Like another movie that didn't fit into okay. any of this list. Signs. Okay, that's one. I love signs. So, did you see Apocalypto? I have not seen Apocalypto. Good movie. Like, like, and I think he he produced that. I believe. Um, you know, but that's one I wouldn't fit it really in right. anywhere here. But like, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, all right. So, we did childhood favorites. We're on to franchise. Favorite franchise. Now. This one's a no brainer for yeah, me. So, although I mean, I guess a lot of people would probably think ghostbusters but you know when you're talking franchise that's a lot right and i thoroughly enjoy every aspect of star wars right and i can't i can't don't know if i i don't know i just i don't when i think franchise i don't think ghostbusters it's now three movies right a cartoon a couple cartoons technically but star wars is this entire universe so when i'm thinking series like they're, they're, I'm jumping to Star Wars. They're building a or franchise park essentially for it at right. Disney World. Like that is right. The epitome there was of franchise. a ride at Universal for Ghostbusters for like five years. 
Disney is building an entire park where you will literally think you're in on a Star Wars planet because what you do on the rides will impact how the st- the Disney cast interacts with you as you walk around the park. That's awesome. You probably didn't hear any of that. No. So no, at but... Celebration last week, Star Wars Celebration, Disney Parks panel, they said your magic band that you use right. basically for everything, when you go on the ride, it'll know how you piloted the Millennium Falcon. And if you screw up, Chewbacca will be pissed off at you when you meet him <laughs> at the cantina. That's awesome. And like cast members dressed as Star Wars aliens and the like, and you know the seedy underworld because that you're going to a planet like in the Outer Rim. Right. It's not a planet you've, you've seen before. So as your magic band tips off cast members or animatronics, they will praise you for what you've done so far in the park that day, or they will basically crap talk you and be mad at you, you know, or point you out. And there's rumors that. In the Millennium Falcon game, there's a point where if you don't destroy the ship, but you don't do a good job, you get boarded. You know, they talk about getting boarded in in Star Wars. You get boarded. Stormtroopers will come on the ride and take you off the ride and eject you from Star Wars land, and you have to (laughs) re-enter. That's awesome. Like, they they want to make it as real as you possibly can. And I'm just sitting there listening to this panel, I'm like, Oh my god. Like they they needed to one up the world of Harry Potter at Universal right, right. and they are doing their best to do That's that. Awesome. If they can execute it the way that the rumors are saying they will and stuff they've actually confirmed like the stuff with your magic band and interacting with cast members right. and animatronics is from Disney. Right. Now the Stormtrooper boarding thing is a rumor that people are hearing right. about them throwing you out of the park and you have to wait to get back in. Now obviously it's not going to be a long time because you're paying to be there anyways. Right. But I just was like, oh my gosh, like that would be absolutely insane. But yeah, favorite franchise, favorite series, Star Wars. Yeah, I went with Star Wars, but this is kind of like a comeback one for me. Like I've I've liked Star Wars, but it's really been the more recent movies that have kind of like hooked me and really got me <laughs> on board. Um, specifically, like you know when like Rogue One and just even just the last couple of years and looking forward to the the movies coming up. Uh, the Last Jedi and, and things like that. That's probably where Star Wars has kind of made its big gains. I mentioned like an honorable mention here to the Marvel's universe, yeah, um, because that that's that exploded onto the scene with me, starting with Iron Man. Yep. Um, so, best trilogy is where I went. I was like, all right, I don't want duplicates. There's still some movie right. franchises I want to talk about. So one that jumped out at me that wasn't Star Wars or Indiana Jones, things like that, that yeah. I've already mentioned. I went with the Lord of the Rings because I really, really loved the original trilogy that came out of uh, 010203. Refused to see the first one in the theater. I was like, this is not something I enjoy. I don't want to go and see that. That surprises me. Saw it on the cruise ship that summer on vacation. They played like three, like they yeah. had like four movie channels and the same movie played over and over the yeah. entire time. And I watched bits and pieces of it a bunch. And I was like, this is awesome. I need to go see that. So I saw Two Towers and. 02 and then i saw return of the king in 03 so um in terms of trilogies it's if you're into that science fantasy type stuff or just pure fantasy i'm not sure how much science is really because it's kind of medieval more than it is science if you're into that fantasy realm of interesting creatures and humanoid type uh people elves and whatnot the lord of the rings is a great place to go and what um, of course, now I can't think of his name. Peter Jackson did with Tolkien's universe. Mm-hmm. 
was incredible. I mean, Return of the King won Academy Awards right. for what it was able to do, uh, both in terms of story and in effects. Right. And execution was just top-notch. I know he got a little bit carried away with the Hobbit trilogy, not as well respected and received, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy, if you're into that, you have to see it. Yeah. So, I I went with, and this will be no surprise to you, I went with Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Nolan's Batman trilogy. Yeah, so, that was the trilogy for me. Um... Again, more recent, and I just, I, I almost went with Indiana Jones here. The first, first three, three. Um, and it's not because it's not three anymore that Raiders, I didn't go with it. Temple, like I really like it, but honestly, I don't really like Temple of Doom. Like yeah, I, I'll watch it because it's, it's Indiana Jones, but it's my it's my least favorite Indiana absolutely, Jones movie. Absolutely, yeah. Um, like I know some people didn't get on board with the new Indiana Jones Crystal Skull, right? I prefer that one over Temple of Doom personally. So. It was it's like I can't really pick a best trilogy if there's one like that I really don't really right, like. Right, right, right. Whereas the Batman movies, like I really enjoy all three of them, so yeah. I, I picked those two. Guilty pleasure again. We kind of touched on this. It's yeah, this similar one was to the tough. other categories. Mine is the other guys. I've never seen it. Oh, it's really funny. Now I know someone's like, "Was Will Ferrell an SNL guy?" It was really. I thought it was pretty well executed for a comedy and right. I just you know kind of one of those just like a popcorn flick like turn off your brain and have fun right. it's about um cops that uncover like a basically a ponzi scheme right. and it actually has a whole bunch of stats about i think enron i okay. think or it's something like that one of the insider trading right. type debacles that went on and uh will ferrell mark Wahlberg are the the two cops in it and it's just you know kind of a Right. funny buddy cop thing with the serious undertones but they make right. jokes out of it along the way i don't want to spoil anything for you because no, i want you fine. to see it because i think you'll enjoy then it you know what I'll, I'll have to watch that one if you like any of will ferrell movies you'll enjoy I this do. and having I, mark Wahlberg. i don't like all will ferrell movies but i'd say it's probably some two, better it's than probably others. two-thirds to three-quarters in favor right versus the some that are just like yeah that's too much i would encourage you to watch it because anytime it's on like tnt or tbs i kelly would be like you're watching that again i'm like yeah i just like it okay so next time i see it i'm gonna have yeah. to watch it so I went with a little off the board here, and it's not, I don't know if it really fits Guilty Pleasure, but it's kind of where I could fit it in. I went with Dazed and Confused. I, I really like that I movie. I haven't seen it. One of Jamie's, oh my gosh, <laughs> one of Jamie's favorite movies. Like, um, I honestly don't know what you'll think of it, but it's worth seeing. You should definitely see it. And I'm it's one of those it. that's on TV sometimes, too. Yeah, that's a yeah, good, yeah. good place to get it. You don't really lose a whole lot when if you watch it. Some you need to watch. Some, right. if you watch it on TV, that's fine. Like, that's one you can watch. Don't watch, watch Wolf of Wall Street on TV. You need to rent it. See, so. Because you'll only get like 90 minutes versus three and a half hours. So, um, you know, I'm sh- like, like I, it would be better to watch it, you know, obviously without that, but you, you won't lose any of it without, with that being said. Um, let's see. So, next favorite movie this year. This one, Again, we, we, we talked about. We, we haven't seen anything in 2017 right. yet. So, end of 2016, obviously, I'm going to say Rogue One. And that's what I put too, because it's the most recent, but not just the most recent, but of the movies that I've seen, it's my favorite of the most recent. And if we're, we want to go, okay, anything but Star Wars, Hidden Figures. Most, that's the. Right. I, I've you seen talked that most recently. highly of that. I just haven't seen uh, it. You yet, have though. to see that. Um, movie I have recently seen. Well, it had been Passengers. Until last night, Kelly and I watched Arrival. Uh, so both of those, again, are science fiction movies. For Passengers, then the next question was what I thought of it. So for Passengers, 
I thought it was a lot better than the overreaction that was leading to bad reviews and a poor box office. Right. People, I think, took I it see that. way out of, I don't want to say out of context, because the context is right. It's just, I think, and this is movie critics' job, but, like, they took it way too seriously. Right, right. Like, it's not like the, the producers and creators were advocating what he did. It just They were just telling a story. Right. Like, if, if people got up in arms over all things that happened in movies, you wouldn't have movies. Right. Because most of them are built around hardship. And conflict. And lies. Yeah, yeah right. conflict, deceit. Like, very, even in, like, the ones that end well, there's always bad stuff that happens. They just, they just compared it to something that I don't really get the comparison on, and that just kind of tanked the whole movie. It's Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, right. who, I don't know, you, they've been in a lot right, of movies like, that we yeah. enjoy. So, if you're into the, the, the sci-fi, you know, not too distant future space travel but then have a you know a romantic drama um aspect of it, it it's it's worth seeing we saw arrival last night not heavy on action very and i've see, seen people say this it's a movie that implies you to think or implores you to think uh, it is very cerebral that's what a lot of people have said it's not like scary horror any type because when people hear aliens they immediately think it's going to be scary it's not like that uh oh if i had to choose between watching passengers arrival again i'd probably pick passengers i'm not saying it's better than arrival right but but it's one you can there's just watch a aspect of arrival that is tough to watch t- tough to to watch and it's not like it's it's not as if it's done poorly it's just something that little too close to home and can tug on the heartstrings a little too much oh, yeah. to make me want to watch it again. Right. And it starts and ends uh, with, with that premise. So I have to see it. I don't want to ruin it for right. anyone listening because it is very recent. Same thing with Passengers. I don't want to give away anything. But both are worth seeing. Okay. Um, Passengers and see, Arrival. Recently, I honestly haven't seen a movie for a while. So I put Rogue One here again just because I honestly don't know the movie I saw before that. Like, you know... That wouldn't be, you know, something right. newer. So, I put Rogue One again. Um, if we went down, um, what I thought of it, I just put it that I loved it. <laughs> um, favorite movie well, of all time. You, you saw Natalie saw the end of Rogue One today. Yes, yes. I, w- I wish I would have had. We had more time. I would show the clip of her watching it. Uh, but she was very excited to see Darth Vader savagely murdering people. So. Right. Favorite... I don't know what that says about her. Yeah, or me, who knows? But... We'll, we'll find out probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so favorite movie of all time. I, I put Sandlot here. I know that wasn't my number one on the list that I had put before, but like, I don't know. And I feel like, how do I compare Sandlot to Inception? So I put Sandlot just because... <laughs> but you also of, mentioned Inception just because before, Right, so. just because of the things we talked about before. So I'm going with Sandlot. I haven't mentioned it as right, a definitive yeah. on any of these yet. Uh, and it was actually the first one I filled in because... Favorite movie of all time is Ghostbusters. Everyone knows it. If you've been watching any of the last like six shows, you're fully aware. And if you see the background on some of these shots, probably you might even be able to tell. But yeah, Ghostbusters favorite movie of all time. So movies that didn't fit in any category, but worth mentioning to me. Nowhere could I fit in any of the Harry Potters that series. Uh, you know, and any of the ones that we we're picking franchises as such. I really enjoy Harry Potter, but there's others that I have above it. But I wanted to mention Harry Potter. Also, Die Hard. Like again, those are kind of like. They're obviously yeah. action movies, but they're more like guilty pleasure movies yeah. too. Like I just I love the Die Hard movies. Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. It's true. 
It is. Uh, the original Tough to Beat. The second one's, you know, fun. Uh, it's probably seen it the least amount. I love Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one. Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's incredible yes, in yes, it. Yes, that's a good uh, one. And the fourth one, I don't know, the one with the electronics takeover. I didn't see the fourth one. Oh, I really like the fourth one. I know people like, no, so it's like the original three. I don't know. I, I think it's fine. Like, right. it's Bruce Willis getting bloody beaten people up. Mm-hmm. You know, and this right. one take place in the modern era. I didn't see the fifth one yet, so okay, that one took place, I think, in Russia. Right, ha- haven't so seen that one. I went with Hunger Games um, as movies, you know, that I couldn't really fit in anywhere, um, and then also things like Silver Linings Playbook, mm-hmm. uh, American Hustle, yeah, like some of those that I that I really like that I. I put it in there as well. Yeah, ones that were mentioned in the bracket challenge that I couldn't fit in there. Oh, Twister. Yeah. Again, I guess that could be classified maybe as a guilty pleasure movie. Um, and uh, Armageddon. I also really enjoy that one. That one, science fiction. Uh, very, very enjoyable. Cool. So, well, this went really long and a lot longer than I anticipated it to be. But that's the end of our movies discussion. And we are going to get back button. to sports. What's that? I hit the wrong button. Uh, next Sunday night, we will recap the NFL Draft. The NFL Draft is this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we'll talk about uh, for sure what the Eagles did. We'll try to touch on what the other teams of our listeners, um, you know, Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers, Ravens, um, maybe talk about the Cowboys, Giants, you know, cover the NFC East, the AFC North, and maybe the AFC East as well. Uh, Probably most of the time talk about Eagles, and honestly, probably Eagles Cowboys. That would be probably the two biggest for us. Yeah. We'll see how they did. Again, that's Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday, with the big big day being Thursday night. But it's in Philadelphia. So, yeah, so. Um, Justin and I wanted to go, attempted to go, just didn't work out. Hopefully, when it comes back in 50 years, we can still go again. I'm still searching for that Super Bowl, probably. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, anything to say? Any shout outs? Any mentions? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that wraps up the 230th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you join us every Sunday evening for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.